Hi, Sebastian Rüger, my yeah. friend from, from Cologne, uh, actor and active in comedy, right? Quite a bit of comedy that you're doing. In the widest yeah. field, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I guess what, people from not from Germany would, uh, would, I don't know if they would call it comedy. We don't call it comedy, but you know, you have to have these uh, draws to put to boxes to put things mm -hmm. into. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, what would you call it? What do you do? Oh, well, um, uh, we, uh, we struggled a long time finding, you know, a good brand for it. So uh, for years we said uh, our duo, okay, we, we have a duo. I'm a two piece with an old friend from, I met at acting school and um we immediately immediately saw okay this guy uh wants to do a little bit more something different than the normal theater acting and stuff uh so uh so after so 10 years later we got back together again and uh um, started this duo called ulan and bator ulan batar is the capital of mongolia so we are ulan and bator and uh, what we do is, uh, well, w w for years we said we do uh, theater in the form of jazz with the expression of comedy, okay. which is a quite long term, but now we call it crazy cabaret. So, um, which doesn't mean that we uh, dance da, 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 because cabaret and the rest of the world is cabaret but in german it's cabaret and cabaret is a very german uh form uh of um political political comedy satire um so and uh we somehow got into we started with ulan barto planning actually nothing just wanting something to do on our own and um, at the time we were uh, in Cologne starting it, um, there was this gold digger, uh, you know, this gold this gold rush situation of um, stand-up comedy comedy coming up in Germany. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of um, demand for new acts. So we got invited. So and uh, this is where we started. And we've always been the uh, from the right from the start. We were the 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 weird ones, the the strange ones. But somehow we kept up afloat, and now we're there for twenty one years. This is our twenty one year. We're doing this. Last year, actually, we wanted to celebrate our twentieth anniversary with I don't know big shows and inviting old friends and colleagues and stuff. But uh, of course, this couldn't happen because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So yeah. You know, 21 is three times seven, so that's much more important than just 20. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, yeah, so... I don't I mean, know if, said... if it's a joke because because Robert Fripp uh, counts always in seven, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you said that that when you started um, Ulan and Bata with your, with your friend, what's his name? Yeah. Frank, Frank Smith. Frank, Frank. Yeah, yeah. Frank. Yeah. So when you Frank. started that with 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 Frank um, and uh, you guys, kind of, and you said like you wouldn't, you didn't just want to do like the regular kind of acting, 
or mm-hmm. theater acting. So uh, can you tell me a little bit, because like I have really very little to do with acting or I don't have an insight into what acting actually is or how kind of like mm-hmm. actors like or most actors define it for themselves. Is there what what can you tell us about that? Um, well, we uh, actually what we wanted to do is to um, is to combine the things that um, that we as individuals bring onto the table, which in my case and in Frank's too was a little bit more than just to, wanting to be an actor working in the theater field and maybe um, doing television or film or stage work. Um, Frank, like me, is a drummer, and uh, he did a lot of, um, you know, he, he wrote um, uh, texts and uh, was uh, good with words. And um, I was, uh, I'm drawing a lot. Uh, so I had my fingers in, in all kinds of different fields of creativity. So, um, and we wanted to do uh, more than just, you know, playing uh, other people's you know, um, theater pieces and saying um, words others have written. We wanted to do our own thing. So, and Mm -hmm. um, this university that we've been on this uh, school is um, the Folkwang School, which is a big university combining all different kinds of arts, which was the reason that I wanted to go there. I was living in Berlin at the time and... um, the funny thing is actually that I got into acting uh, to begin with uh, because it was not my first thing I wanted. Uh, I, I was doing creativity. Um, uh, the first thing I, I started uh, was was drawing in my life. Then drumming came along, and actually, in my family, uh, most of the people at maybe I think thought, okay, he's going to do something with comics or something. Um, uh, my friends who I was making music with, uh, were sure, okay, he's going to study drums. And, um, when it when there was, when the time came to think, okay, after school, um, after the Abitur, uh, what do you want to do? Um, I thought, okay, what do I want to do? Um, and, uh, and the answer was, I want to know the rules for all of these arts and learn them within myself, which would be acting. And uh, of course, I, I brought something uh, onto the table and and acting already. Of course, I've, of course, I've always been the class clown, something like that. And I was, you know, uh, always the the funny guy, uh, stuff like that. But um actually was a quite conscious decision one of the rare conscious decisions in my life to say okay what where do i find the answers to um that could apply to all of the of the different kinds of arts to music what uh, for painting drawing whatever and uh so you're you're saying that uh, you're saying that acting is sort of like a you could say like a universal it's the universal study of performance or or how how would you how would you say that because you know like if you are say you're a composer writing music yeah you don't really need to act 
right? For example, if you're not if you're not performing as if right? you're not or, performing, or is there, yeah. Or is there or is, or is there more to it? You know, I'm asking because I want to understand because like I, I can see that maybe a lot of self improvement, let's say, or like self searching mm. happens yeah. when you're yes, actually yeah. uh, studying acting, right? Of course, the composer doesn't perform himself, but uh, I think uh, the the paths he's following while composing would apply to one of the actor too, um, or the theater producer or the theater, right? Because, okay. um, you know, you're always, uh, uh, you're always telling a story. Uh, you're always, there's always a um, dramaturgy. There's always sort of drama, whatever it is, if you're, if it is in a painting or in a piece of music or on stage. And, um, uh, and to, to perform, um, as an actor on stage, of course, gives you a feeling of um, you have to have a certain kind of musicality as the musician has to understand what he's telling um, more than just the instrument. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, and, and so tell me about how, so what, I think it's it's pr awesome. Like you said, it's like one of the few conscious decisions uh, you took, and it's funny because I would say the same about me choosing uh, mm. study psychology. Yeah. Um, so, so were you when you when you got there? Let's say, and it all started. Uh, were you? Would you say that you were prepared for it, or were you surprised? Like what what kind of happened? How was it? Especially like the first year maybe um the first two years um actually uh i had some trouble there i'm uh because uh what i'm what i just said that i wanted to be more or also different things than the usual actor um which I hope doesn't sound too pretentious because it maybe it sounds like, oh, he wanted to be bad or something. It's just what I what I was interested in. And um well, and there there was this this exam in F in the in the middle of these four years, and they said, Well, there's some trouble there. Actually, we no, they said, Well, you be you better stop doing it. You you're not you're not too sure about what you're doing here. And um, which looking back is quite, which is quite funny because at least in my, um, my, uh, my class actually was quite a funny class because um, looking back, I'm, I'm the, one of the few people who kept on doing what, you know, what yeah. I learned there. Yeah. And, um, and the, uh, and I said, of course, they, they, they said, well, you can repeat the exam and you, know, you could apply again. And um, and I changed my, uh, I got a different teacher uh, who gave me back the fun of acting, the fun of, you know, playing. Um, because at the time, the, there was a, I, there was a sort of um, very psychological thing going on in the in the um from the teachers and professors 
And uh, they sent me onto this trip to be real, you know. And I think everyone knows you can ask yourself, like, and I got into the spiral, not trusting anything. You know, when I'm when am I real? When am I real? When am I real? Oh, I have this feeling. No, it's not real. It's not real. And what they saw is, of course, someone who's who who's not sure about anything he's doing. And uh, and then I got a different teacher, and he gave me back the fun of playing, the fun of acting, which is acting, which is you know being easy about what you do and have the fun of you know performing and uh and then it happened that they said wow my goodness it's so great what happened and this was a huge lesson because my thought when i took the the repeating exam and they were all so excited uh um about the you know about the um about what i've learned and the development stuff and i thought actually i'm doing what i was doing when I applied here in the first place, and this was a big lesson. This was a big lesson for life because, you know, mm -hmm. this was mm -hmm. like, okay, okay, okay. So, um, but, but the great thing about the school was that um, all different kinds of, um, there was, there was act, there were all different kinds of, of, um, of arts, music, uh, classical music, classic composers, uh, New music, electronic composers, uh, dance, of course. Pina Bausch is coming from there. Um, miming, pantomime, acting, dance, everything. And um, the when this when this university was founded, there was this this thought, this motto that all the arts under one roof, learning from each other, uh, and, um, and and performing, working with each other. And this was somehow what, uh, so I was very lucky to 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 um, uh, to be there because this was what I was interested in, and um, I'm pretty sure that Ulan and Bator wouldn't be like it is, or maybe wouldn't have, wouldn't be happening at all if I wouldn't have met Frank there at this certain school. You know, we have. Um, uh, because I was I was learning so much from all the other um, uh, from from the jazz guys. I was I, they, they would have late, let me drum lessons from Spiri Karas, Spiri Karas, which I haven't heard before until I was there. But he was some jazz giant, and he gave me one lesson, one lesson about how how to play that right, <laughs> or uh, or uh, I don't know. I, um, uh, I had. Um, I took part in uh, in some uh, dance lessons from this um, from with Malu Airaudo, with uh, who was a dance professor there, and she was uh, um, from the Pina Bausch Ensemble. And uh, I don't, I was very proud when there was the situation when um, uh, me and other acting or musical students um, were allowed to take part in one lesson with all the other dancers and there was this task of just running in circle in a circle through the whole room as fast as possible but as quiet as possible mm -hmm. and for some reason i managed to do it the best and she said shh, 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 shh. 
look at him. And all the other dancers were looking at me. And, and she said, um, he doesn't have a good plie, but he has a feeling for dance. And I was like, da, da. <laughs> stuff like that. So uh, stuff like that happened. And uh, and another thing that um, is of big interest, may of interest here talking to you is that um, there were also modern composition students there. And sometimes they would go to actors um, and ask them to perform their pieces with them because the regular singers were asking what do we have to sing? What's the note? But it wasn't about that. It was about the intention. It was about what an actor does, but within a musical composition. And uh, well, and I took place uh, to, I, 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 I um sorry when my English gets a little bit fuzzy sometimes I'm, I'm a little bit excited it's okay, That's okay. Uh, um I took part in a three-piece um with the funny name ah I asked I asked yesterday about it um it was the most funny modern piece about it which um it was the name of it was just a sec. L'absence for three moving players and twenty-four bagatellen. What's mm -hmm. the English word for bagatellen? I don't know. And actually, actually, this was from one composer there who, who wanted to actually a, a parody about new composition. <laughs> So, yeah. so what he did was to uh, to make up some uh, rules about creating the um, partitur, the score, yeah, the score. Um, in I don't know within five minutes, and it maybe it was in four or five acts or something, and we had to create it, and there was the big clock running for five minutes or three minutes or something. And um, and, and th at the beginning of every stage, we uh, it started with uh, with axing a glass of vodka or something. And then we would create um, uh, a, a score out of um, reading. Uh, uh, we had to write something down like... Um, uh, we had journals on the table, you know, magazines, and um, we had to write down uh, page 17, uh, line 21, um, three last words or something, and mm -hmm. give this to the next one, and we exchanged that, or um, and we had to read that out and to find that out, uh, and then we had other um, uh, rules to in the way to perform them or do strange kind of things, you know, you can imagine what I was never again, never again. I was so drunk. Like after this performance, it was really, it was <laughs> hell, but it was big fun. It, it must have been, uh, must have been quite an ex, quite an, quite a sight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, ba so basically, I mean, um, what you just described is, uh, Sort of what I would what I would call performance art, yeah, right, yeah, and and you know like 
what I like about what you're describing is so basically kind of like you were educated uh, within a structure, you know, the, the institution, the university yeah. there, where you had influences from all the arts and where it's, where it's uh, very, like, where it was a very eclecticistic kind of like approach um, to studying, so to studying performance, let's just say, or you could call it acting or whatever. Um, and, you know, I think that in particular at the end of the last century, that was really a really, really big thing, at least in Germany, mm -hmm. where it was before, I don't know if it was the same for you, but um, before like the uh, masses and bachelor system kind of was introduced into the university. Yeah. I, I don't even know if that, if they do that in, uh, in acting schools or something, but mm. uh, so there was like this, this uh, kind of like uh, curricula or curriculums oh. that had grown over like a hundred or two or 300 years and yes. sort of like everything came together and, and I can very clearly see that in your, um, especially in Ulan and Bato, what you guys are doing there, mm -hmm. because there's there's so much like so many things that also like from a musical standpoint are very impressive, right? So you have sort of like a combination of like the totally free side of things where you're making mm -hmm. up things, where you're improvising, but you yeah. also also have these like long long phases of speaking and sync in sync and stuff yeah. like that. So, so it's, it's like the whole range of, of, you know, like learning things by heart, improvisation, uh, lots of moving, lots of, as you say, like lots of things that look like dance, um, and also improvisation within the movements, right? It's not that, that you have like fixed choreographies necessarily, but, uh, you do, we, I know you do, but like for example, the the, the chair, the chairs, the thing. chair thing, yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. and and, and so I I kind of like see all of that coming together, and mm. and it's interesting that you say that you actually went on to um, study with the idea of bringing your creativity into the into what you're doing. So basically, you are you're as you say, you're not just like a in in. Uh, you're not just an interpreter of somebody else's mm. work, but you already had a vision for creating your own body of work somehow. Yeah, in a way. But till I got there, it took. I took. Uh, it, it took almost ten years. I was. I was doing the regular theater work for eight years because I. Uh, I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to do it the right way. I wanted to. I wanted to work in the field that I that I learned, and I had some yeah. uh, fun uh, doing it. I had really really good times, but at a certain point, um, this this professionality within the German theater system, which is actually, of course, which is one of the uh, of the best in the world when it comes to supporting theater by uh, the government you know you can you, you you can work there as an actor and have and uh have contracts like um yeah normal contracts with with uh without uh any danger of um 
uh, of, co of course, you, you can sometimes they they they're for a short time and stuff. But when you're there, it's uh, it's not this hire and fire thing. It's and uh, uh, the government in Germany um, does a lot for for culture. So, mm -hmm. but um, of course, uh, these these structures create their own. Um, uh, their own cliches there it can get a little bit lazy after a while a little bit you know you have to to fit in there it can be a bit bureaucratic and um uh well and uh well and you, you could also say uh when i got to feel the you know to the challenge to to fight within the system i thought okay this is not what I want to have, I, it's um, it's not um, satisfying enough to 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 turn into this person who uh, who fights his way through this shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, if it's this, um, I have enough ideas on my own, which I uh, which are waiting to be uh, to be. Uh, created and and turned into reality so um i took the leap and uh got together with frank um and we started something which turned into ulan and Bato, which actually was sort of a joke in the beginning and here we are mm -hmm. so so yeah. so you said like for about eight years you were part of that regular theater scene mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um and and like I mean, give give me some more give me some more background here. So what kind of what kind of work? How how much how much did you work? Like how 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 many shows did you play when you were employed as a, as an actor? Um, is this like every weekend or? Is it more no, than it's, that? It's, or? it's more than that. It's more than that. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a quite strict. The, uh, if if you if you're lucky enough to have have a role or to be, uh, you know, okay, I was um, uh, I, I was on, on acting school. I made my degree there, and then I started acting. Uh, I, I got a role in the West Side Story um, in Dusseldorf. And uh, uh, which was really uh, the, the West Side Story to me was quite important as a kid. So uh, which is a funny thing that, you know, somehow, you know, the life is cycle and cycle within cycles. And sometimes things come back and dreams come true. And uh, and um, to to play the role of action, he, he's the bad guy, you know, he's the one I, I had to sing cool and uh, Officer Kropke and all this, this kind of stuff, which uh, really was an important thing to me as a kid, listening to this, to this album and, and having seen it on TV. So, and this director, he said, well, I'm, I'm beginning a new sort of uh, theater director job within one uh, city theater in Osnabrück. Do you want to come? And I said, okay, I go there. So I was there for three years and uh, was in a quite good position uh, of one of the, um, I had some good leading parts in uh, in some uh, theater pieces, but this was quite demanding after a while. Um, um, 
talking about numbers, you mean you mean how many performances you play? Well, um, you know the reason would... the reason the reason why I'm asking is <laughs> like because I don't think that at least I'm not aware, not like an mm -hmm. actor in Germany. Uh, what kind of workload that is, you know, what that means mm. for your life. Uh, if it's, if it's like, just like any regular job, or if it's, you know, it can be, of course, everything can be quite, um, I, I was feeling bad about this some years later when I, when I got what to one of the older elder colleagues and asked him, you know, at a beer in the cantina, afterwards lots of alcoholics in the theater world mm -hmm. and you know sitting there and, and i said with some bad cash man i'm uh i have the feeling i get this you know while performing i have this high of wow this is what you do uh uh you know I, once a week or every two weeks and he was looking at me and said what that often you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> so of course it's uh everything you you do repeatedly in the same setting can be um can yeah can be uh can become a uh i guess a cliche or uh, no cliche yeah. is the wrong word yeah yeah so, um, so how, how, how the, the, but the word go on sorry yeah, but the workload, I'm I'm bad with memory anyway, and quite bad with numbers. But I would say if um, uh, you have, you, you play, uh, you rehearse a big piece like the uh, Räuber or something, I don't know, uh, like... Uh, Train spotting. I was in the first official theater version of train spotting in Germany, and I was playing Mark Renton in a, in a small on a small stage, but it was in Osnabrück. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, it's a weird thing. You 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 rehearse this stuff for uh, six weeks or maybe two months, and then you perform it. I don't know, 15, 20 times or something. And uh, within one um, within one season, and uh, if it's successful, it will be repeated um, the next season. And this is the feeling that that I have right now about mem memorizing it. But uh, which today is really strange to to make an effort to 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 work for something and then perform it only twenty times. When now I know that that you know it too uh the stuff really gets good after sometimes after years when you know what you're doing yes and uh this is actually this is such a sacrilege one of the theater colleagues said um actually it it should not be the premieres who would be um this the the the, the spectacle you know the, the celebrated performance actually it should be the last performance of a of a piece that that when everyone knows what he's doing and it's really settled in and this is what you should celebrate and see yes but yeah so but of course you only don't only have one one role you have some very often you have different roles and different pieces so actually you can be busy all the week through and uh sometimes you have if you do uh in the in the christmas season um 
if you're doing the uh, Christmas theater piece for the whole family, sometimes you have two to three performances a day on the weekends and stuff, and it can be quite demanding. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. So the uh, like learning text, right, is yeah. uh, is something that is kind of fascinating to a lot of people. Uh, and also to me, I have yeah. to say, because, yeah. because, you know, obviously I'm very good at learning music mm. um, and I can remember music very, very well because I have my ways. Mm. <laughs> right? um, yeah. So text, text can be, which I, I mean, like I'm saying this can be quite abstract in a way, even though it's very concrete, right? Like you could kind of like just even learn the order of yeah. the letters right yeah. not just the words or the sounds um so but what i want to understand is like when you're learning text is the context of how you act the text right is that always part of it um good question because if you have the context already you're defining the acting itself while you learn the text mm -hmm. but um, this of course has to be developed as you work on stage mm -hmm. um, of course so the you, you 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 learn a text and you know what the what the piece is about you know what the, what this role is going through and of course you um you already have your own vision about it and you want to how you want to perform and how do you how you see the role and um but this doesn't always have to be as the director uh, sees it or mm -hmm. what this what this uh, uh, specific director wants to do with the piece and sometimes uh you can have a uh, uh, too strict vision of how you want to to do a piece actually one the reason why i left theater was actually one big misunderstanding which was a big lesson um, in general about theater. And if I would have gone through this and stayed at the regular theater, um, well, this uh, would have become a better city theater actor or whatever. But uh, there was this one piece which I saw in a different um, staging from a different director. It was Tango by uh, Mrozek. And this um, and this theater piece was really was was really fascinating because it was from the sixties. It was about uh, um, uh, the author. He he uh, he foresaw what the uh, uh, what the um, the youth revolution of of sixty eight uh, would bring, and he was imagining okay, what's when the the when the revolutionaries from today who are against you know the old structures what is uh what if uh what happens if they get old and they have kids and uh, there was the, and uh my role was uh it's all playing in one house with a with a family and uh actually it's all the you would say old hippies and you know uh, uh and and there's uh this young guy who wants to have uh, rules again 
he want actually mm-hmm. wants to be he's the conservative guy who is who is fighting against his hippie parents and stuff and this piece is from uh middle of 60s so and i saw this uh in in one theater and it was like what this 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 theater piece is fascinating and uh, i'd love to play this role so when i went to this bigger theater um uh and this came up on the on the schedule i said well he i, I want to do this and uh, i had this vision of this how i saw it but this director who wants wanted to do this piece he wanted to tell a whole different story he despised everything actually the you know these hippies stood for and uh and i wanted to i was interested in in this uh in the psychology of this of this young character um looking back from today i can understand that he had some that I uh, that I was pretty I was too occupied and too busy with myself which I can I was I was younger than today mm-hmm. and um and and not so experienced but um this was a hard lesson because I tried to do it my way to sneak in of how I saw the role and at the same time to fulfill what the director wanted which led to something not so not so good on stage and um mm-hmm. this was actually a sort of dream coming true within the theater world but it was um uh um dissatisfying for me it was disappointing and uh, uh and this was the beginning of the end for me to and i said well okay then then i then i'm leaving here so I don't know. If wow. you have, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's good <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. look, I, I I asked about the uh, learning the text right first. So. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Okay. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. No. 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 But I I I I, to, I totally get it. You're. Uh, yeah. So I understand it now. So like the, there if you if you sort of start building the text into a way that you would act, let's say. It yeah. may cl- clash with what the others want, what the others do, like a particular director. And that yeah. obviously would also then potentially be a problem. And you would almost have to relearn the text, if you know what I mean. Exactly, like, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Um, um, and in theater, uh, it's, uh, of course, you have this way of acting for theater, which is at a certain point is, in my view, um, quite the opposite of as of playing for for camera, for television, or for film, because uh, on stage you um, you learn that you have to to sort of emphasize to make your your voice bigger, your your gestures bigger to you know to play for the last row in the theater, which is sort of really poisonous for acting for 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 the camera for the camera mm-hmm. because to this day i'm not happy with seeing myself on with acting for camera to this day i'm i'm trying to you have to 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 put the row which is is in front of you you know the 50th row inside of yourself and you really just have to think stuff this sounds like a like a trope but is it really is true and even if you only think it um 
sometimes the stuff you do with your face is really is, is still too big i'm always too big for the camera <laughs> so but um mm -hmm. uh but uh i i was um i did some some television and and and, and film work and i took some some lessons and some workshops and one of the teachers said that um if you're learning text for for television um and actually this would apply for theater work too because um it brings you back to this level you just learn the text without any um uh without any uh, uh context or friends. context uh, without yeah. any without any attitude or something um, is maybe to to learn it and then you repeat it in in this way and then you repeat it in a different way and then he said well and sometimes just sing the text sing it to get rid of of the um of of repeating the same stuff because if you're repeating uh, um it it's it's not in the moment yeah yeah for sure for sure i mean that that's that's interesting like how how do you how do you do that like if you are playing as you said you play like the eighth uh repeat of the piece right uh, yeah. on stage and you, you you kind of like know the text and you know that it would be possible to go on sort of like an autopilot and the the words could just flow out of your mouth and uh like how important is like the uh, the, the the attention, let's say, mm -hmm. that you can give during the performance? I mean, to your performance. Like it's it's an interesting question for me because, like, as a musician, where there is no there's no preconceived meaning to a melody that I'm playing, right? Mm -hmm. But when you have words and you're starting to pronounce them slightly differently, to kind of like so so how how i mean this is this is kind of like going back to what i asked before like when yeah. memorizing a text and then we're repeatedly playing a piece uh, a play do do you do you uh do you memorize the inflections or is that something that is it important to keep that variable even because the nights are different maybe the vibes from the audience are different you know what i'm saying i mean it's yeah how... yeah yeah um <laughs> I, I, uh, I i would say that um you within uh, a theater piece or a scene uh um a scene has a has a sort of role within a theater piece within a scene a certain line has a role to, of fulfilling you know the whole the, the big thing yeah. and uh so you have some some freedom to be variable within a certain context but of course you have to be aware that how you play it could affect um it has consequences Mm -hmm. um, um, I mean, which is very which is very obvious in punchline for a joke, for example. Of course, right? yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, of course, you can uh, you can ruin 
you can ruin with a with a slightly different uh, um, infliction or a way of expressing something what uh, what you actually wanted to do or what the director wanted or even what you yourself wanted um uh, and to find out what uh what uh, what you're working on in a, in a within a theater piece or a scene and um that all people involved are um playing i would say everyone everyone in the group has to play the same song actually i i think it's not so different it's not so different from i'm i'm pretty sure that uh i i, I could imagine that that um that there are nights when you would say well um i don't know uh, uh well actually this is the quiet part but what's going on with pat today he's much too loud or something this is the quiet part you know <laughs> You know what I mean? So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, I think by uh, by the way, I think that's what he's thinking about me most of the time. <laughs> of course, it's always the other one. Of course. <laughs> Can he leave that fuss box out at this point? <laughs> Something like that. Yes, of course. <laughs> and and I mean, and that's the big art: uh, doing music, but also doing um, uh, doing theater. That everyone. Everybody on stage is playing the same scene and to 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 am selben ziehen, you know, pulling the same rope. And so and um, and to find out how much freedom you have within within a scene or within a piece, and uh, uh, and to feel free in it, and to be true to the moment and react to to the other actor or to to you know to the audience or whatever. Uh, and yet, keep on playing the in, the intended piece and, uh, and and what what you wanted to perform. Um, well, that's the um, that's the yeah, it's, high it's, art of it. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. So uh, uh, let me ask further at this point. So when you yeah, are please. in in the in the role and you play and you get in mm -hmm. sort of like the flow and you say like mm -hmm. everybody's playing the same song and this it's going very well saying mm -hmm. um and again like i know that there's a wide range of responses you can give here but like mm -hmm. i'm interested in if there's ever like the experience of sort of like becoming the character that you're playing like where you're kind of forgetting yourself is that and if that happens, I mean, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Like, is like being sort of dissociated and meta to your own playing? Is that is that good? In, for you, is that bad? Like, what kind of experience do you have with that? Well, um, first of all, I would say um, I can only speak for myself as an actor. Yeah. And yeah. uh, uh, I don't know if I did, did I have ever really lost myself on stage. I think this is sort of uh, I heard that 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 Daniel Day Lewis uh, left the, the stage during. I don't know. This is such a you know such a a myth. I don't know if it's even true, but there's this myth about Daniel Day Lewis. 
losing itself in Hamlet and leaving stage, leaving the stage, going out on, you know, leaving the theater, leaving the building and just walking around the street. I don't know. I heard something like that. I would say um, th 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 this could not happen to me. Mm -hmm. um but uh you're not losing yourself like that you 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 maintain this this i maintain this 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 um looking at myself it's yeah. actually i'm not joking it's uh, <laughs> uh maybe after this podcast someone will send me to an institution when i say that but i can look at me during a performance and thinking you're going to mess up now. You're going to mess up now. You're watching yourself. You shouldn't be doing that. And and I perform quite well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, honest, like I, 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 I'm asking you in return. Mm -hmm. Can you watch yourself like, okay, oh, they're fine tonight. Okay. Do -do 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 -do. Can you play frame by frame, you know, watching yourself uh, like this and it just happens? I know musicians have muscle memory it's a little bit but muscle memory is not so different from what actors are doing yeah no no i mean uh i have been observing the uh, development of my mental processes let's say when i'm playing shows right and i, I i've uh, you know told this to many friends before like there was a time when I was, when we were, I think Stickman was playing both Breath, Breathless and uh, Stravinsky's Firebird in the same set. Yeah. And I remember I was playing Breathless, which where the middle section is kind of like something where it needs total concentration, right? But then yeah. I was re realizing like sometimes I was playing that middle section and like my, my mind was already playing Stravinsky in my head. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. It was yeah. already yeah. like so, so, and it was like, like, so, like, for me, the first step was sort of to kind of accept, or you could like some people call it like silence the voices in my head. Well, yeah, because mm. I didn't, I didn't want like the criticism all the time, right? So, so I just, I just perform. I, I was able to kind of like quiet down and, you know, I could just perform. And once I was getting good at that, suddenly, there were other parts that started to perform, but as I said, sometimes they were starting to perform different pieces. <laughs> it's like wow. at the same time. And and then like the task was to kind of like get that under control again, right? And uh just to, to learn to say, and it's it's funny because it's some sort of for me, it's some sort of internal process of loving communication, right? Yes. So when I when yeah. I when I hear yeah. a voice like that come up come up, I kind of address it and say, Hey, how are you? And, great to see you again you're, you're <laughs> lovely I, lo I love you very very much you know maybe maybe but maybe uh, you know can can you sing this to yourself just like you know and, and maybe in 10 minutes you know, when the song actually is <laughs> is on you know then let's do yeah, it or, yeah, you know yeah, so it's yeah. really it's really like that you know like so um, yeah and that's also that's also why I asked you about this like, and how far you 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 your control self let's say is active mm. and what it does when you're mm. performing and and in particular the uh the ulan bata stuff as well which yeah can be very yeah. very challenging right and so i learned to accept 
this because of course I was I was uh, judging myself too. I was you should what are you thinking? You cannot think about something else and watch yourself and even teasing yourself. Ah, oh, you're going to mess up now. <laughs> and uh, but now I accept it because experience tells me it's working anyway. It can be quite good performance anyway. Um, now I'm accepting it like like a part of myself, and even maybe it is part of entering the zone. You know, mm -hmm. um, I made the experience that um, for for a long time I I can't say I I don't have um, you know dropouts on stage like completely losing it. I don't have that too often, um, but uh, and and now well of course you're getting older and stuff and things don't get any easier. <laughs> body-wise, memory-wise, and stuff like that. But um, uh, my experience uh, so in the over the last decades was it always came when I was really was too sure about it or maybe didn't think about it at all and it was completely unexpected. What, mm -hmm. what I want to say is when I was scared, like now I'm going, oh, I, now this, this, now it comes the, the heavy part. I'm going to lose it thinking while I'm speaking the lines that I'm, that are approaching it. And then they come, just come out. And uh, it never happened then, but it was, it happened then when I, when I thought, okay, uh, you know, maybe, uh, okay, tonight, it's fine business business as usual or something like that you know mm -hmm. so but um so how how do yeah. you deal with how do you deal with say if your partner like frank mm -hmm. or in a in a theater play mm -hmm. like somebody else has a problem with remembering the text for example right like because mm -hmm. like I, you, you, what you just said reminded me of like okay yeah I have like my own world I'm responsible and if I'm too sure of what I'm doing maybe I can mix uh, mess up and stuff like that yeah but yeah. also sometimes it's that somebody else messes up and I I I sort of have the feeling that it is also possible as a performer to support the others not to mess up somehow right because like like even my thoughts about what somebody else does can make them mess up of course and i yes. i don't i and yeah. i don't i don't know i mean in music it kind of like makes sense because like maybe like i'm not playing perfectly in time then and then you know i can throw somebody off or you mm. know but like yeah. how how does that how does it work in acting of course you always can uh can support the other by uh if if you performing the piece for a time of course you know the lines of the other actor too and uh uh and of course you can make hints or you know <laughs> like didn't you want to show me the door <laughs> something like that so, so um uh of course and of course within a theater piece you have to 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 remember what what is the intention of the scene and where does it uh, sometimes mm -hmm. can be very crucial. There's this, I mean, this is one of the most, um, uh, this is a quite famous theater trope or joke told in, 
in, in Germany, I guess it's known worldwide in, in the theater field, maybe. But uh, there, uh, there's there was this scene when one someone had to kill someone else in some classical, I don't know, Shakespeare or Schiller, whatever, and uh, he has to shoot him, and um, uh, and and it's not working. And or, or, he, or he forgot the pistol or something, but he has to kill the other guy. <laughs> and if he's not dead, the whole theater, you know, the, the whole theater evening is not working. Yeah. So he took his shoe, threw the shoe at him and screams into the audience, the shoe was poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, of course, yeah, I always have to think about uh, what um, what happens if this, what I said now, or, or yeah. sometimes um, it, it's if it's not said, uh, or uh, sometimes you jump ahead. This just happened to me the other day, I think. I jumped ahead in the text, and while you realize, okay, I, I jumped ahead, leaving... While you say the text, you realize, okay, uh, uh, what did I leave? What did I leave out? What's important? I have to somehow improvise it back into uh, in, into the piece again, so it makes sense. Stuff like yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, but to well to help the other is um, well, you always can. Of course, you can realize if the other has has this problem or is jumping ahead you have to you know this is where you have to stay alert and 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 awake to um you know to play the same scene mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's 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 uh it's interesting yeah i never thought about it that way so so you sort of ask the actor um if something goes wrong you sort of like have to find a creative solution that makes the whole evening make sense again yeah yes of course yeah well and, and that's yeah that's quite something i mean like in music it's it's uh performing a piece of music and you're kind of like getting out of sync or something like all you have to do is try to get back in sync which may yeah. sound super ridiculous <laughs> to the to the audience <laughs> when you're trying to do that yeah of but, course yeah. but it's yeah. it's it's not something that's going to take I mean, like, I here's an interesting uh, thing for you. Like earlier this year, we um, with Stickman again, we we played a piece called "Hide the Trees," which was in our set for like ten years, right? Yeah. And Tony completely forgot it, so we started to play it, and he couldn't remember his part at all, really at all. Wow! And wow. we played we played through the whole piece. We did play through the whole piece without him ever finding his part, and I, I'm still not sure if we should have probably just stopped it. <laughs> but is there a recording of that? Is there a yeah, recording I think, of it? I, I think there may be a recording of that. Yeah, <laughs> I've give it I out. Haven't listened, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> did he play something at yeah, all, did or did play, he just? He, no, he did. He did play something, but he couldn't yeah. remember the rhythm or, or the you know the. <laughs> it was really, wow. it was an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, but having said that, like the, something like that, even something like that, it's just a scene. Let's say in the mm. show, 
but it doesn't have to make sense in the whole. So it's yeah. not it's not as crucial as in a as in a play. It's a different thing in a play within play. That's true. Yeah. yeah. There are parts who, which could be left out or something, but uh, maybe without uh, you know destroying the whole evening. But uh, <laughs> there there was this famous story about two you know theater giants in um in in germany and uh there, there's a, a lot of affection within the theater world for for soccer for football and uh and there was this i don't know this, there was some theater piece where two of the big theater giants in germany were uh were playing uh, a piece together and it was the night of i don't know some finale within the bundesliga or maybe even uh soccer world championship or something and they were so fucked up that they had to perf that they had to perform <laughs> so so they beforehand they they went there and said okay we're, go we're gonna cut this out we're gonna cut this out we're gonna cut this out and and they spared themselves i don't know even 15 minutes or something where they just decided it's not <laughs> it's not that important for the whole piece we do it like that and so we can watch soccer a little bit early on <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it's funny because like we could do that like with music mm. could, of course yeah just leave but it's it's very tough to do like mm. on the on but, the most recent yeah yeah but, but i had the same thing i mean for us we have our classics too with ulan and bator uh, of course um maybe we, i just should say that for people who don't know us it's not a, a whole theater piece that we're performing but it's actually a lot of lot of um weird mixture of different sketches songs scenes stuff like that so um uh and of course we have sort of our our uh of our hits which we you know all the old songs and for for many years we we were frank and me were both quite sure uh there are pieces there are scenes sketches whatever we don't have to repeat ever again because muscle memory because you know mm -hmm. we know them but now and uh, after after i don't know 20 years uh, no they're not there anymore recently we just i don't know we tried to improvise something on stage and for i don't know if my life would have depended on it i i could I wouldn't know what to say so we I just improvised a little bit and then just went out backed out of it again but um we, we have the same thing too but it's not as crucial with as within a sort of serious theater piece yeah 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 sure course, yeah. sure yeah sure yeah yeah and I, like like coming back to what you were saying at the beginning like from the very from the get-go you didn't want to just be that that actor that theater actor but you wanted to have the Creative freedom, and and also as I as far as I understand, maybe the form, like the formalities of playing a fixed piece, where the the like you say the dramaturgy is kind of like the most important thing. Yeah. You sort of like have something that is more that is more built from building blocks, and also where the audience is free. To, to draw their own conclusions, to kind of like take their own, their own story 
home with them. Uh, at least that's that's the impression like I, that I have with Ulan and Bato, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. but 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 when you like recently told me about your solo show that you yeah. just started doing, right? That that's something else. Like again, there there was like uh, like a clear story line in a way. So like something that at the end it needs to make sense and it needs it comes together in some sort of uh, climatic uh, cleverness. Let's just call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like you know, in in a way, you can also take some of the pressure out of your the performance by finding a form that allows for more freedom, and that allows for mistakes to be not devastating, but for mistakes to be inspiring even. Right? Yes, that's true. Um, but um we don't have that much improvisation anymore within the Ulan and Batov context. We did it for some years, we tried it, um, but funnily, Frank and we have sort of different way of improvising. So um and uh and it wasn't working good enough to 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 keep it in. Actually, sometimes I think uh, I think it's fair to say that for we're planning for for a new show, which is uh, which should be have which should have premiere in twenty four or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I recently just said to Frank, actually, it would be now it would be time to to bring back you know these small small windows of time uh within within the evening uh within the show to have to bring back the freedom to but within a certain structure or to have within a certain improvisation point uh points that you that you have um to know uh and i'm really looking forward to it because i'm pretty sure that um with all what we learned in the meantime um and all this you know sort of perf perfectionist way that we're working where even if we would have a bad day and we have, we think we're out of sync and we're not you know tight or something people would still come up and say well it's amazing and mm -hmm. but this is the you know what happens when you're actually we're really like a you know a married couple on stage uh for for two decades now and uh it's uh, uh you know frank and me we're really uh, know what the others thinking and uh, um, so um, but, you know that's uh, just, yeah. just just the, the great great thing about like the the skill set that you guys have and as mm -hmm. you say like this this idea of the old couple I mean I can think of interesting things where you can have like one guy actually reciting a text while the other and I've seen you guys do something like that uh, mm -hmm. But where some like one of the, the you know the other could be improvising, like if it's just like how you react, like just with your gestures, right, or you know with your mm. your uh, your mimic face, right, yeah. or yeah. or or you could also be free in commenting freely, like, and I I don't know, like if you're, um, it seems to me like it's interesting that uh, now I understand that you are. In, in creating your programs, let's say, like more goal-orientated than I thought. 
right? In a way, like planning, you're planning more things more than I thought, which is which is cool, which is kind of surprising because like you make it work in the way that like the, the appears, audience doesn't it, know the the audience doesn't know. Yeah, the, I mean that's the that's the the high art of it to to make it appear easy, and this is why um, I, I just recently, as you said, I just had premiere one month ago with my first solo show after twenty years of Ulaanbaatar. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and it's really like you know, stepping onto a into a new continent within myself to find a voice for for me being alone on stage and uh, um, just the the experience of of having to to learn all the text alone and um, to know the keywords and and uh, for myself and not depending on. Uh, you know, I say something and I don't have to think about the next line because if Frank answers the right text, it will trigger off my next line. And then maybe just one second before I wouldn't have remembered it, you know, so there's some automaticality in it. So, and to have this on my own, it's really, it was really like a, 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 a big challenge. So, and I get a new, um, respect for for stand-up comedy because um to make it appear like it is you know just made up of the moment just telling the story like we are talking now but it's all um checked punchlines uh the build-ups you know when to to leave um when to leave a, a, a pause uh when to make a pause or just um making the audience follow your thoughts my goodness i'm still so hectic on stage i'm just had two performances and i'm watching the um i recorded it uh um, on camera and i think my goodness uh, <laughs> so, so hectic and so uh it's it's uh, yeah and um to come back to to another thing that you said that um to to be uh emotionally attached or to be uh you know to 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 dissolve within um the role um can be quite can it can can be a good thing but it can mean quite the opposite performing wise because um what you feel like doing it can be quite wrong it can be too you know like too hectic or too emotional or uh it may be true for the moment but it's not it's not working for uh for what you actually want to do so and um and to uh, what you said to have a plan about things to be goal orientated um of course we uh we had a golf right from the beginning with Ulan and Bartor, um, we were quite um, aware of if we, I have to explain this again um, to the people who don't know us. This is Ulan and Bartor. Yeah, this is a quite old picture of us. <laughs> and we're, this is still the, the system, you know, two guys with these strange wool hats. And um, the older we get, the more it's uh, 
the heads are playing for us because it becomes even sillier. The older our faces gets, the more weird it is to have these two guys in their suits and these wool kitty hats. So, um, and we wanted to have, actually in the beginning, we wanted to, we, we, we tried to make stand-up comedy as a duo. We tried some things in this field and it didn't work at all. We were much too, much too intellectual. And I mean, intellectual in the bad way, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, brainy. And I'm, I'm honest about this a little bit like, we're from acting school where, you know, we, you know, stand-ups, we make a parody about stand-up comedy. You know, we couldn't, we weren't able to deliver one punchline, but thought we could make a parody about stand-up comedy. So, and this arrogance was, uh, was driven out quite quickly when we tried the first, you know, steps with it uh, and, and it didn't work out at all. And then I said, well, let's let's do let's find a form where we can be everything that that we bring onto the table, but it has a, you know, we, we have a form where we can be everything. It's not linked to one person, to one character, to um, and whatever uh, we we think about in our weird twisted minds can have a place within that. And these two hats would be the um would be sort of yeah the uh would set the, the the outlines for that and the outline would be in the beginning would be okay ulan and bator are two extraterrestrials or something in the beginning actually it was quite a sort of mock from orc thing maybe uh two guys who have, who have lived on earth for some years you know um checking everything out, watching at humanity, and then come out and say, here we are, and just messing things up. And um, we knew that the more freedom we have, the more sure we have to be what we are doing. And this is why we it took us seven years to, to make a full feature, to, to make a full show. For seven years, we were doing only mixed shows, uh, you know, short pieces, maybe 10 minutes here, 50 minutes there, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. But um, we were really maybe a little bit over reluctant. Maybe we could have done it in five years or maybe four years, but not before. We really wanted to be sure that we know what we are doing because it's it can be everything. Um, we have to have our own rules. It doesn't mean that they have to be explained on stage uh, or to be seen or um, understood. It would have been enough if they are felt, if, they, if the people look at it and say, it's weird, but, I'm, but, but I keep watching it. I don't mm -hmm. understand what this piece has to do, what this scene has to do with the next one. As we, you know, you've seen, we jump into from one scene into the next one, and it doesn't have a story at all. Mm -hmm. um, so, and our approach to this was, uh, what, what one friend came up when he saw us, saw us the first time, one colleague, and he said, well, your, 
red line, your your roter Faden, your thread is off the stage. It's besides the stage. It's yeah. there, but it's not happening on stage. We know what we're doing for a reason. You can watch us. Maybe you find it out. If you don't find it out, it doesn't matter. We hope it's funny for you and you're entertained. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, maybe you can discover some things, but we leave it to you. Like in a good abstract painting. There are there's bad abstract painting and there's paintings that are abstract that give you something. Like or um this dream logic of of David Lynch. I don't know. He has yeah. a way of he has a way of doing this. Mm-hmm. And and the world is fascinated, and many people try it and don't have the same feeling for that because they maybe think you just combine weird stuff in yeah, a yeah. most in, in a strange way. But you have to know what you're telling, and uh, it doesn't mean that you. Um, for example, we we always have a. Um, we were quite sure about that we wanted to be positive on stage and what we are telling in in the in the comedy that we have and the com the humor that we that we bring on stage and um we we looked around and saw this many stand-up guys uh, and many stand-up comedy who lives off who lives on you know by you know pointing fingers ridiculing yeah. Others um, making fun of whatever, and uh, and we said we want the we we want to try the utopian in an utopian way of humor. Is it possible mm-hmm. to be positive with your humor and maybe uh, and, and to laugh about the right things? So actually, we tried to be woke before that was even the thing. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, and and you know, like uh, you said something really, really great, uh, or your colleague uh, said yeah. that the the threat is not necessarily on stage; it's it's off to the side or something. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I I can really identify with that um, about my artistic. Uh, career but also like my artistic uh, vision let's say right so for example what is kind of like um, again like speaking about goal orientated stuff right? so so for me like the 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 punchline let's say if we take a joke as an example yeah right yeah the punchline doesn't have to happen where the punchline would normally be yeah the 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 punchline can happen like when people go home and they sleep they wake up in the next morning and they're eating breakfast and, and then, then suddenly say, wow, yeah. then they oh wow wow right or they oh, start laughing yeah. then so that that's yeah. sort of like how i how i see my my work you know like mm-hmm. i don't necessarily want to tell people when their emotions uh should get triggered yeah. Yeah. But I want to give them the 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 the, the fodder, the, the the food, so that that can happen when it can happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had we hear that quite uh, a lot that people uh, 
say, well, I didn't get it when I was there, but but the next day or when I on the way home, when I talked to the others, uh, I said, ah, oh, okay, so it, it's sort of, you know, where where that uh, there are growers in music, you know, uh, this album is a grower, you know, <laughs> and Ola Nobato definitely is a grower. Yeah, can not be, a show, can be. not not a shower, not a, yeah, but. I have to say that, uh, uh, of course, one reason that we are still there, uh, that we still exist as a duo, and uh, even get, um, we're getting a, a big sort of uh, award, Deutschen Kabarettpreis, German Kabarett Award for this year, and um, which is a really a good sign because we're not that. Uh, we're not remotely successful as the big comedy acts. We're not really fit for camera because it's, uh, it, you know, uh, because it's a duo. This is, for example, people have often ask us, why are you, uh, why, why, why aren't you more on television? Um, the, the fact alone that we're two people playing a scene is too demanding for television. Because, yeah. well, you have to send in uh, the the text sheet, and we have to know when to come, when to cut, on on whom, which is too much work, and which yeah. is not which is not let's say um, the modern way of of humor because stand up in at least in Germany is the thing it's almost only a uh, stand-up comedy which counts as comedy and uh so but uh to, to get this to get this award which comes more from the stage world of 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 cabaret and and comedy shows is uh quite um, um, important to us but the reason that we're still there is that we were always open to to make the people stay, to keep our style, to be to be what we want, how we want to be, to not explain everything, to not say, you know, uh, you know, all these these tropes and cliches that that uh, com many comedians do, and they do it for a reason. I'm not, you know, I, I know why they're doing it. They do it. They explain. They make the setup for a joke, and um, to get into the audience's minds in that very moment to, you know, to draw them to that joke or whatever they want to tell. Mm -hmm. And we are more from the theater side and like to surprise people. We like to be, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, to, to, to be not that clear as and understandable and which we sometimes um, consider a little bit, boring and uh you're know, foreseeable um at the same time we of course we were used with with this we didn't always have the good timing that we have today and we're not we're not that we have to develop and to 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 uh, to get good in what we do and we were not good from the beginning we had a lot of ideas but uh it didn't work out at all but um, and many people at an, in the first I don't know five to ten years 
it was usual that after the intermission, there would be 10, 20, 30 people would have gone, no matter if there were 35 in the, the audience. And um, and we we tried to and managed somehow to 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 work on keeping our style and keeping our spirit about what we want to do, and at the same time, be tight enough, be entertaining enough, be funny enough, and uh, you know to to get the right um, the right way of of do what we do uh, and not, you know, be too um, uh, uh, puzzling and send the people out. Of course, we don't want the people to go, you know, for art's sake. You know, just uh, congratulations on uh, developing something for decades. You know, I think that is, that is really what is sort of like a, a lesson like that, that I learned or, that we learn when we get older is to yeah. see that the the power of not just repetition as in mm. like doing the same thing over and over again but like the experience of performing or developing something over such a long time mm. and, yeah. and as you say i mean like 21 years and you get this prize and this award and it's a it's a it's a wonderful thing and also, I just want to uh, point out again and like maybe talk about you this uh, a little bit as well. Um, so like you're in your 50s, right? Like, yeah, like 55, and, yeah. Yes, yes. And and you have just started doing your solo show. And yeah. I, I, again, I want to say congratulations. This is amazing. You know, you're doing it and you're there and it's going to go forward. And maybe you'll have 21 years of that at some point too, you know. I really oh, hope so. I yeah. hope so. I hope so. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic, and I don't want to to uh, yeah. I, I don't want to think about too much. Uh, could I have done it earlier? One shouldn't think like that. But I I don't know. I think nobody's completely free of that. But Frank got his his solo show. Um, four to five years ago, he was quicker than me. The funny thing is that I was talking about doing a solo show years before him. So, uh, but you know, it, I, I take my time uh, in a lot of things. Uh, I need my time and, um, and I'm really, yeah, I'm really happy with uh, how the first, uh, how, how it is received. And uh, yeah, you know, being a, uh, a drummer and uh, I, I don't know, I started drumming with, I don't know, it was uh, six or seven years. I started banging on, on, on pans and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I think I had my first drum kit with, uh, was a children drum kit. I think at my first gespart, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, 50 Deutschmarks uh, I, I spent to a, really really rip off of a children drum kit and so so i started early but uh and i uh did way too little drumming in my life and uh i'm really happy to have you know incorporated into my into my show and uh mm -hmm. I, I, I know um no other i know comedian whatever uh at least i know not in germany is uh on stage with a drum kit 
So uh, maybe and Alf, Poy like Alf Poyer, maybe. Maybe Alf Poyer, yes. Yeah, he had he had a drum kit too. Yeah. But he's Austrian. He's Austrian. Yeah, he's Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah, he had it. I don't know if it's if he still performs with the drum kit. But uh, anyway, I'm I'm really happy about it and uh, and looking forward to to um, to make it more precise to work out what I want to tell and to find out you know where to put the punchlines. It's it's such a funny thing doing humor on on stage together or alone is is so interesting because um you think about something being funny for yourself and you work that out you write it down and uh you tell this joke or whatever and um then nobody's laughing and the next time um people are laughing on the way to the build-up of it more than at the actual punchline stuff like that happened it's it's, it's mind-blowing mm -hmm. and uh uh yeah to because we have um we have worked more in a more abstract theatrical uh way with ulan and bator and what i'm doing now is a little bit more to the um stand-up side but at the same time using what i learned with ulan and Barto is to go into scenes and to to act things out in different roles and then come back to me as a person or stuff like that so um and it's so surprising it's so surprising to uh to find out you know how humor works and it's a good thing to hear that there's no um there's not this, you know, the switch. No other elder comedian or cabaretist or whatever would come up and say, this is the way that you do it. Because it's it stays a miracle that even if you have found uh, a right way to perform a punchline and you're so sure and you worked it out uh, maybe a dozen or a hundred times and then you have the, hundred first performance and nobody's laughing like in this uh, like when you first performed it and try to find the right way of doing it and it stays a miracle it stays a miracle why sometimes things just don't don't work yeah 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 you know like what i found fascinating and in, in our relationship right like talking and, yeah uh, that my kind of uh, sometimes very spontaneous humor jokes like the, how unexpected they were to you this was just <laughs> something that i was so so surprised about uh, that you were really not not prepared for uh for imp for this kind of improv that i do uh yes. and, and i'm just i'm just saying that because because i found it interesting because you're like you're sort of like a professional in that field and it, I, I just, I just, it was just interesting. And I think like, because something, something like that would, may even happen if you were playing music with me, you know, mm. there, there we should try, like, we so, should try that. We should yeah. try that. Yeah. <laughs> because there's, there's like a sort of, sort of playfulness maybe that you still kind of like on the drums, you still have it that yeah. I have maybe lost or something or that is not mm. accessible anymore. And, 
and um, you know that's also why I like why I like um, you know for example compositions where the composer has a part for a professional musician but also a part for uh, somebody who's never actually performed music and you kind of like bring okay. these different worlds together because it creates a really special and unique vibe if you have yeah. if you're combining these colliding worlds you know and that's that's yes, that's sort yes, of because yes. you, you you mentioned david lynch right like it's it's yeah it's something it's something like that you can kind of create a dream world by by having worlds collide that seemingly have nothing to do with each other and uh i mean i'm not saying that <laughs> that's the case about us but no 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 i, I know i know what you mean I, i'm trying to you you are uh, you are uh, um, uh, you're uh, hitting different points and i try to 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 remember um memorize what um first of all when you say uh that that, that you uh, deliver your 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 punchlines with your dry humor because you know you, you have this uh you just you know you tell them and nothing in your in your voice or your the way you mm -hmm. say them is different from how we talk and to find out that this is your humor is you know there's not it, it's just you know me getting to know you as a mm -hmm. as a person which i'm very happy about so i'm actually so happy and honored to be in this row here as <laughs> with all these other amazing people so but um so there's not this as you, you just said you as a professional humorist just because i'm doing it professionally on stage doesn't take away any insecurity from me about getting to know someone else and i'm i'm uh you know you know as a as a private person i can be quite you know i don't know, i have this <laughs> half adult uh adhd thing going on or maybe i don't know whatever and um uh and i think way too much about things and maybe take things too serious sometimes and very often people say this was a joke you don't get it or something like that because you know i was uh it, it's hard for me to uh to understand humor in in, in private life often um so it being a professional doesn't help at all <laughs> so i can i i know how to 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 make things funny on stage a bit maybe or to you know i could help you tell a joke or mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that but um uh yeah it it, it doesn't yeah, make you it know. any easier to know you know so no it's and, it's this one it's this wonderful misunderstanding right that uh you know, if you have anything to do with psychology, right? It doesn't matter yeah. if you are, uh, uh, you know, doing uh, perception experiments or whatever. Like people don't even care what kind of psychologist you are, and they believe that you have figured them out as soon yeah. as you see oh, them. My and goodness. like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like, it's just, it's just, it's just not like that. And it's not like that for, like, really, I guess, like almost any profession. It's like mm. people don't necessarily bring 
their profession into their private lives. And it's also important that there, there is this sort of like a, that professional, professional person and also the private person. Mm. And, um, it's, it, I mean, it's challenging as a, and you, you, you know what I'm, what I mean when I say like as a self-employed person, like where yeah. you're dependent on actually making money doing what you do, it can yeah. sometimes be very difficult to, to keep the private and the professional, uh, sides of yourself separate right but um yeah. yes yeah and i mean that's that's really um that's really a conversation that we should have some other time because believe <laughs> it or not we've we've already spoken for over 90 minutes uh, wow. way over 90 minutes and it really didn't feel like that at all <laughs> not at all and uh my goodness i uh, yes uh, uh, there, there would be so much more there would be so much more because for example what um uh one thing that i uh, w wanted to 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 speak about uh or ask you is um or discuss is um in my view, there's much too little humor in music of, let's say, Prague, or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'd I'd like to to start really, you know, um, practical science on. Uh, <laughs> is there uh, does humor belong in Prague? Does humor <laughs> belong in ambient? Is it possible yeah. Yeah. to have ambient music, which is funny at, on one side and at the same time is not doing it on, on the cost of the ambient side of it? Yes, yes. This it's is a, really a, something I'd like to work on. You know, like my, my opinion about that is that uh, it really depends on the artistic vision. So, and yeah um it's it's almost like it's almost like a political statement right yeah so mm -hmm. if if my so if my personal way of of living my artist life let's say or if yeah. creating my works um by doing that i'm sort of like making a political statement even though i don't intend to make political statement True. Right? So, yeah. the, mm -hmm. and 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 there and that's why for me, for example, um, being serious in the in the in and just like you, like you take mm. yourself seriously, you take your art seriously. Mm -hmm. That is important. That really is important. And so the 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 jokes that sort of like would undermine the seriousness of of loving yourself or loving yeah. what you do. Yeah. I find that destructive. Yeah. I'm just saying that, that I find that destructive. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, like, I know that you're a big fan of Frank Zappa, right? Mm -hmm. Like for me, like one of the, the, the weakest points in Frank Zappa's work was the fact that he sometimes, from my perspective, undermined his seriousness with his humor, mm -hmm. which I don't know if it was intentional or not, or whatever. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I know much what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but for me, for me, that makes his music that makes his work less somehow, and I don't mm -hmm. know why. It's my fault. Okay, like I'm not not. But just saying. So, so so what I'm so what I'm but what I'm trying to say is like if it kind of like works 
um i have i have no and you know i'm i'm trying at least i'm trying to be funny off stage and and positive <laughs> and and i yeah. think i'm i'm sort of like a warm person generally like which sometimes yeah, 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 you wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't even hear in my music because it can be very dark or serious mm -hmm. or can sound mm -hmm. cold or something yeah um and and i i kind of like that i like that that the 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 things that i do for art do not represent who i am as a person mm -hmm. and that's and that's really where where it would feel awkward for me mm -hmm. to be humoristic in my work does that make sense? <laughs> uh, it, it it makes sense, but uh, am I getting? Uh, uh, do I understand you correctly that it would that it would uh, that you would not want it to be humoristic if it was this kind of Frank Zappa humor, taking away, ask, doubting your own seriousness about it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah. but so. <laughs> I love this discussion because um, what would be necessary to be humoristic without doing that? Is there a way of being serious and be humorous anyways? Because, you know, and this is this is where actually these, uh, this discussion about um, me being an, uh, an actor and uh, uh, creator of, of theater scenes and you as a musician and part of, you know, I feel like being a musician myself, but, and I think, I, I think about this a lot, um, is, is, is it possible to, to maintain this, uh, the seriousness and at the same time, maybe be so over serious that it becomes funny, maybe, yeah. for example, yeah. like, like, um, uh, there's the saying: Everyone, every good joke contains a con catastrophe. And uh, uh, I love, uh, for example, one of my favorite comedy actors uh, of of all time is Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers and as Inspector Clouseau, because of of course he said uh, all this. He, he had this funny speech, speaking this French accent and stuff, but. The main thing why he was so funny was uh, by developing the humor out of the over seriousness of this guy who thinks he's the biggest. You know, he he's so over serious and just wrecks havoc around him. You, so you know, and, that, and this that 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 happens to to uh, contemporary classical composers without them wanting to <laughs> to do that. So right? yeah, okay. But they so, don't but, want but, it. But no, being, they don't want it. Know, to to, to yeah. do it intentionally <laughs> would be interesting, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah. and uh, uh, this is really something that I would like to. And I am and, and I'm really uh, I I agree with you. What you doubt about uh, Zappa's funny side, um, I I understand completely what you mean. I still um, love his stuff for being you know performed so funnily and you know i was a spike jones fan as a kid you know and uh and um, um uh and and frank zappa is spike jones taken to the next level and you know it, it funny sounds and uh weird lyrics and uh and and uh, this 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 highly uh professional virtuous 
playing of music and and combining and breaks, uh, you know, breaking to completely different styles. And uh, but this is a quite obvious side of humor. I would like to go further and uh, and see, you know, let's say uh, you have a scene which is which is played very serious, and um, I think it was in in Naked Gun. You know, if two mm -hmm. actors play very serious together and then you have this, you know, this microphone coming into the picture. Yes. What is the microphone in the picture? What would this be in a musical context? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, does, does it yeah. have to be obvious or how subtle can you be and how subtle would musical humor in this very serious field of ambient or prog uh, be? So there's there's uh, Helge Schneider and the Firefuckers um, yeah. playing White, White a Shade of Pale. Yeah. And which is just like a like a strange cover version, you could say. But then yeah. on the on the, the studio version, um, they Helge has the, the reverb on the vocal and it's cut off. Like, have you oh, ever really? heard that? Okay. No, yeah, no, you no, need no, to I check that, that out. So it's uh, <laughs> it's that kind of it's that kind of thing. So Helga has done it. Okay, I mean, wow. all, okay. Ob obviously Helga has done it because of he's course, done yes. it. You know, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, you know, like I think, um, unfortunately, I have to go soon. But like, what I okay. want to say is, I think your question is amazing, is great, hmm. and I think it applies to every any kind of emotional or you know, it's not just humor. Yeah, it's like you could say you could say even like is it can can I can I allow myself to be a totally romantic, or can I allow myself to be totally cerebral about my composition or whatever? Like all yeah. of these el yeah. different elements, and there's one guy, like you know, like my biggest idol, Mike Oldfield, who has yeah. everything, yeah. everything in his music, like and mm. there is there is like you have like like 40 minutes of tubular bells and then you have the sailor's hornpipe at the end mm -hmm. right if you remember like it's it's really it's really like there's the seriousness there's the beauty there's the through composed there's the improvised mm -hmm. there's like right, everything yeah. and there it's like there there's like jokes there's the caveman you know like mm -hmm. this this like like crazy stuff and and the, there's a lightness and a heaviness kind of like combined and so i think it is possible I think it's possible mm. and it's something like I to totally agree with you that there is very little art out there, especially mm. in music, that yeah. is kind of like like really all-encompassing, that is really taking all of human emotions and all human experience and, and bringing yeah, that yeah. into... Uh, I, I'm totally with you. And, uh, yeah, yeah. With, so it maybe would be let's, so let's, interesting. Let's, 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 let's do that, you know? Let's do that. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I, I was dreaming about you saying that because, yeah, yeah, really, really. For example, I mean, just, I mean, uh, uh, I'm always laughing my ass off about uh, during Elephant Talk about this. The sound of this guitar, it's it's like, it. I mean, serious? It's so funny. It's so funny. And I cannot imagine that they intentionally wanted to make it sound like that. And it's funny. So, for example, so yeah, yeah, it is even fun. King it is Crimson fun. has, you know, 
and uh, and to but at the same time it doesn't take anything away from from the coolness of the whole track so and uh like with Ulan and Bato where we would combine things that don't belong together and make you know um be more subtle and more subtle and more subtle this is something that I really ponder about a lot and um uh yeah I'd like to to investigate on that Okay, Sebastian, uh, the Bastian. Yeah, Marke. Okay, Marcus. Okay. <laughs> Sebastian, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm thanking you very much. I'm actually uh, being interviewed about the Mata Atlantica album in one minute. So in one minute, I okay, man. To, that's why I have to say goodbye. But okay. uh, it was a pleasure, Thank and I've been waiting for this opportunity for over a year. So thanks for. I know being I kept. Available. I know. I, I know. I. I you know, I, so, so, uh, thanks for having the patience with me. I uh, I hope you understand. I, I I thought of I could not do it before my solo. I just and I'm, I'm yes. And now that that it happened, I know why, and it's true. It's and your English and speak. your English your English is great. Thank you Brilliant. very much. Thank you very much. Ah, we are okay. great. We are great. <laughs> yes, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Bye, bye for now. Bye. We'll be in okay. touch. Yeah. Thanks for having Tschüss me. Tschüss and, and Dankeschön. Bye. Dankeschön. Tschüss. Bye. Bye. Tschüss.